episode of Watch Closely. It's a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, as always. And joining me, this man, man, uh, let me tell you about this man. A thousand troopas of Koopas couldn't keep me from him. Dude, Ernie, how you doing? Hello, hello. I am doing really well. Thank you for that lovely introduction. How are you, my friend? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Dude, this guy, he's so cool. And with this star, he's going to rule. <laughs> <laughs> that was another good one. Good. I love, dude, I freaking love that song. Dude. I mean, let's do that song. Peaches, 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 peaches. Dude, I, same. I think, uh, you know, what's funny is like, they had teased it on Twitter. They're like, peaches is coming or something like that. And then all of a sudden, like that next day or that day later on, they ended up releasing like a music video to the song. And it was Jack Black doing his old thing. And it was. I was like, hilarious, dude. I was like, yes. I love he's just like owning this character. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Jack Black plays King Koopa in this new Super Mario Brothers movie that we both saw. And uh, man, before we jump into like your thoughts or any, because I want to get your thoughts on the movie. I just want to know, like, I just want to like say hi to the audience. It's been like we we, we, we skipped a week because we had a. Some things to do, and we had like this really awesome fill, like not filler episode, but it's like a video game episode that uh, Ernie had recorded Bonus. with Lex. Yeah, and if yeah. you if you guys don't even know, we're missing him today. If you guys uh, feel a, feel a vacancy on the cast, it's because it's because we're missing our yeah, our the, favorite co-host Lex, dude. I yeah, I feel it. I feel it too. He's uh he's on business right now in Shanghai. Uh, talking to Bobby Chapek, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, trying to get uh, the Watch Closely podcast uh, out there. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, expand. <laughs> He's like, Chapek, we know you got nothing to do right now. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> we don't got to worry about Marvel or, or yeah. uh, Star Wars. <laughs> let's talk about this podcast real quick. He's like, let's get da- let's get uh, uh, Bobby Iger and uh, Dave Zasloff together in a room. We're going to do a Marvel versus DC crossover movie. It's going to happen. Yeah. Did you hear this? Yeah, I did. The James Gunn Gunn was the only one to do it. Dude, I'd be stoked. Honestly, I I would think that it would work. Yeah. I don't know. A couple cartoon ones, right? Did they really? I've never seen, not with like DC and Marvel, but I had seen like DC cross Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, freaking. Oh, yeah. True. You know, stuff like Power Rangers. Power Rangers and Marvel. I believe. No, wait. Power Rangers and. EC, I think it might have been too. I don't know. I got to double check, but oh, I haven't seen that one. That'd be cool. That's crazy though, yeah. dude. Like, imagine like if there was some sort of like crossover. But what, who would it be? Would it be the OG Marvel cast, or it'd probably be like Kamala Khan and like I don't know, oh, like Blue the Beetle the crossover. Or yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be. I, I I'm not sure. Like honestly, what they would, what they, how they could do it, or how they could pull it off. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, it's it's got to be campy, and I mean, most things are campy that we watch, but it's got to be set in a like a moment in time where it's like both believable that these two kind of universes are mixing in some way to like, like, oh, or else the world will really end, kind of thing. But it's like the world's always yeah. ending. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's always, it's always a new threat. That's true. Unless they do something where it's erasing the universe, you know what I mean? Like where. It deals with like how oh, there's a character in DC. He's like, he's like black and white, like uh, both of mix. I forget what his name is. I'll, I'll, fi- I'll find I find it right now. But he like deals with like the balance of the world. They could do something with him. He's a really cool freaking character. He comes out in Batman Brave and the Bold. 
Oh, it's not the black and white character that you see in the Spider-Man Across the Universe trailer where he's like, who are you? And he's like, like the spot or something like that. No, no, not that guy. He kind of looks something like that, but he's he's half black, half white down the middle. Oh, uh, yeah. And doesn't he have like a spiral on his face or is that the new version? I don't Maybe know. Like I don't remember. I, I got to try to figure it out. But but that's yeah, cool. man, well, what do you think? How, how do you think they would do it? I feel like it needs to be. It needs to be some of the Justice League, right? Like it has to be Batman, Superman meets somebody. But I don't know if it would be because we don't have like the like the OG Marvel. I guess they can be like the Hulk or somebody because he's still around. But we we don't have Iron Man. We don't have Captain America. So it's like, hmm, it'd be weird if but, it was like the this, new the new kids. Would the, well, as I was about to say, would this be the way that like? They're uh, they bring back the uh, they bring them back, right? Like this oh, something yeah. so crazy. The Flash movie, it it all oh, dude, it it's it all everything. That'd be it's, wild. Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be wild. I feel like <laughs> they they could do it. Like so, I, I would say like after they finish whatever phase of Marvel World, are we phase five or yeah, phase five, right? Yeah, whatever the phase is now. Once they finish the this, they could. I don't even know, dude. I don't. I don't want to say <laughs> yes because. Cause I forget, dude, I honestly, it's weird. Like we, I used to be on top of this and I would like be like, yeah, it's just phase whatever. But, um, it's whatever, all like, together now. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. But once they figure this out and they finish it or whatever, and DC gets its foot the door with like gods and monsters or whatever, then they could probably like go and talks like, Hey, let's do one random bonus thing and see how yeah. the fans like it. And I feel like people would dig it. I'm sure people would be like, this is dumb. This is just a money thing or something, you know, you know, people, but. I feel like it, if they if it if done right correctly, they they definitely can uh, uh, do something really neat. They could, dude. I, I it's, it's I mean it's it's the member berries and the nostalgia, but I feel like yeah, dude. I was watching this trailer. I think it was part of Robert Downey Jr.'s production house. I forget it's called like the Sympathizer or something. And he's he plays he's in it, but he's not the main character. Like he he's like a supporting character. Mm-hmm. And I kept, I remember thinking I was watching the trailer. I was like, I miss this guy. He needs to be in more stuff. Oh, I'm bringing I him back as Iron Man. And uh, it's just, it's funny because, you know, again, these actors don't want to stay stagnant either in the same role. And I know yeah. we say that we, we want them to expand, but sometimes you're just like, you watch some of the new Marvel stuff and it's not, it's not the worst thing out there. It's good. It's, it's, it's really good. But there's something about it that just like, you see it and then you're like, wow, it doesn't it doesn't give me that same resonance that the original stuff did, like the the phase one, two, three. You know what I mean? It was it's a little different yeah. for sure, which is it's different. Yeah, it's not a, I, it's not as it's not great. It's just it's just that it's a good good. But let's let's uh, well, we're going to talk more about Marvel. But do we have so much stuff to talk about? It's I know, been, we, we never even got to the Mario. We went to from Mario to yeah, Marvel yeah. to DC. <laughs> We it's just that it. there's like a plethora of stuff that we haven't discussed and I want to just get to all of it. And I might, I feel like we're just going to bounce around this whole episode. So no, bear yeah, with yeah. us, buckle up. Uh, but yeah, let's get, what were your thoughts, dude? When you, when you watched Mario, I was, I think you said you were super hyped for it, right? Like when, for, or were you, I can't remember. I thought you Yeah, no, like, no, no, definitely. No, I was, I was hyped as heck. Like I think, well, I was telling you guys that evil dead is probably like my number one movie and Mario was like my third because I've been really uh, jonesing for some horror films, but um, I was really, really looking forward to, uh, to, to Mario. Like it's one of my, one of, one of my favorite IPs, obviously we've all played them as a kid. So me and my wife were very excited. We were talking about it. We're like, Oh, we can't wait to watch it. 
And this was actually fun, really fun too, because it was the first movie that I took my daughter to. Uh, and so she sat with us in the movie theater. It was uh, me, Jason, his wife, uh, and uh, some of our other family members. And my daughter was there. And she sat through it pretty darn well, which I'm really glad. I thought, I honestly I thought, she, yeah, I thought, you know, how some kids like kind of get up and do all this stuff. She was pretty fixated on it. You know, here and there she would turn away and, you know, get some water. We were, we were trying to feed her. It was like a whole, like, we we, we did this whole, like, uh, we just try to prepare for not the worst, but like, you know, to keep, keep her as comfortable as possible. So she doesn't become one of those kids that it's yelling. And we did hear like what three or two of them the kids like kind of yelling at the theater like yeah yeah there's a lot of families a lot of kids and, yeah, yeah but we were like way up at the top of the theater so yeah we were kind of like we kind of had the the back to ourselves which is good and bad because we were really close to those speakers and I was I was freaking out that she was gonna think the speakers were too loud and I was like oh man this guy's gonna miss like most of the movie because she's gonna be like ah get me out of here and I was like oh yeah no. it's funny because. I think this is her first uh, uh, introdu- introduction to well to the movie theater, but also to surround sound. So there would be like noises that would go in the back, and she would look like, "What's what's that? What like what's going?" Like she wasn't. She didn't <laughs> it know was, it was part of the movie. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she didn't know it was, yeah, she was like, "What's over there?" It was funny because, but eventually she just kind of got like just into it. I honestly thought it was going to be a little too loud and hurt her little ears, but she was good. And we brought like little earmuffs and everything, but she did not like care for them. Uh, mm, yeah. One of our yeah, one we we took the our nephews as well, and uh, one of our nephews he doesn't like really loud noises, so they have like a little headset for him, and he all the for him he doesn't really sit through movies, so for that guy they had like snacks and his headset on, <laughs> and it was funny because I could just see him and he was just eating gummy or uh, I think a sour patch kids or something like that, and I'm like his uncle Jason dude. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I couldn't I couldn't see him way over there, but I was thinking about him because I I know when loud noises he always covers his ears just like ah it's too loud for me yeah it's too loud for him but uh yeah going back into it i enjoyed the movie dude i thought it was really awesome really well done i am so glad they went the way they did uh it was a lot different than i expected it to be uh i thought you know i i I'm, i had a feeling that this was going to be a good movie but i didn't think it was going to hit me as well as it did and i think a lot of it was one of the most fan servicey movies I've seen in quite some time. And I think it hit the notes so darn well, where I just remember being like, that's that thing. And that's that thing. And it just kept going. And, and, and it just made me happier and happier as because they would do it so well. It wasn't just thrown in there for the sake of being fan servicey. It was thrown in there for the sake of continuing the Mario legacy in, in, in its own way. And uh, I, I thought it, I thought it, it worked so darn well. And uh, honestly, I loved the way that they uh, have Bowser as well, Jack Black playing Bowser. It just, I, I, I don't know now I might be wrong, but I've played every Mario game, like every one of them. And I've been them all. Um, I think I didn't beat Odyssey, the newest one. I think I was like towards the end, but. That's cool. Uh, I didn't know you did that. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's cool. I didn't know. I know, I know um, our, or my brother-in-law, well, you're, our brother, our brother yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, I, th- I know he's a big fan of Mario, but I didn't know you'd played through all the games. So you've yeah, yeah, yeah. gone through all. That's I have awesome. gone through all of them. Yeah, yeah. And, favorite uh, one? Well, do you have a favorite? Yeah, I do. Super Mario World, honestly, is probably it's Super Nintendo. It's the one that I actually first started to play, and then I went back and played the first one with the old NES. Like somehow, I don't know how that happened when I was a child, 
And I didn't beat these as a kid. I beat these like later on when I got a little older. They were always difficult for me. They're they're not the hardest games. Obviously, just jump, run, platformer, but yeah, they're difficult. Game. It's yeah. a, it's a little it's a little difficult. But uh, yeah, no, dude, I yeah I beat them all. And and uh, Mario World is the 3D one, right? The first 3D one. No, is that- uh, no. What's the one with for the Super Nintendo? Super Mario World, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, Super Mario. But World. it's not side. It's not side view, right? Like you're actually it's like 3D. I think no, that that's the first- Mar- Super Mario 64. Oh, that's I one for the I played that one then. What's the world? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Super Mario. Am, am I wrong? Maybe I'm freaking. I'm all saying I'm a big fan of the. Yeah, Super Mario World is the one with, uh, with like you ride the Yoshi and then. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the, yeah it came okay, out okay. like in, it, was, it was after three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, what did it, 1990, I think? Yeah, yeah, 1990. Maybe I didn't play that one. That's crazy. Yeah. No, that's play. crazy. That's like one of the best ones. That's like the most regarded one that everyone talks about, but it doesn't matter. So I, I beat them all, uh, and uh, the one thing that I want to say is that the way that uh, uh, Jack Black portrays Bowser is probably one of the most, well, scariest version of the character I've ever seen. Like, I, every time I played the games, he's always been this, like, oh, okay, it's Bowser, he's, like, this villain, and we got to save the princess and do all this stuff, but never did I feel that he was ever going to defeat me or beat me in the game or anything like that. I always felt like, oh, yeah, he's going to, He's done. He's done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. I'm Mario, you know, kind of thing. But for some reason <laughs> in this movie, the way that Jack Black portrayed him or the way they, they wrote the character felt like he was more villainous, more. There was uh, this uh, underlining feeling that I was like, Mario might not even might not make it like he would get the upper hand. And it was so well done. Like there's this one scene where he figures out something that they're going to do. And he's like, I'm going to get I'm going to do it to them before they get to do it to me. And he does it. And I was like, holy cow, like he's turning the tides. And, and I was like, right. I don't know. It was, it just worked really well for me. But uh, so, yeah, I really like Jack Black's iteration of uh, the Bowser character. Uh, I won't get into the most of it. I mean, I, Anna, Anna Taylor Joy was awesome as Peach. Uh, uh, Charlie Day was sweet as Luigi. I would have liked to have more Luigi. But again, it's a Mario movie, not not the uh, both brothers as much. Uh, maybe they'll yeah. dive into it in a sequel or something. Uh, but uh, I know there's more things missing, but I I really want to hear your take on this. What what did you think? I have played Super Mario World. I was I was looking it up, and I remember the uh, the like the, his little cape or whatever he could like float down, and the Yoshi eats the apples. Okay, I remember yeah, yeah. that was that's a fun one. Um, I think three is probably my favorite. Yeah, where you get the little leaf and you can fly and like oh, the Tanuki. Was, yeah, yeah, Tanuki. That was the one I first. Yeah, yeah. I still need to play Odyssey though. I hear that one's really good. Um, I enjoyed the movie, dude. It was funny because I remember for some reason I thought you would text me or something before the movie. You're like, nah, I don't know if I want to go. But maybe it was just kind of like the anticipation. Like you're just like, now it's just too much. I think I was worried about probably about my daughter because I I remember being like, I, I don't want to go anymore. I was telling my wife. I'm yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. it was, was just like, too much. I was like movie? worried. No, heck no, dude. I love watching movies, but it was just. I think that anticipation. See, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know you're going to bring her and so it, it was funny cuz I I remember I texted you I was just like I was like dude I need to sit next to you because of, we've got to make up for Avatar dude like you have to sit right next to me and I didn't know you're going to bring right, her. Right. And yeah. we were making fun we we're like oh this guy's not going to be he's not going to show up on time he's going to he's going to show up after the trailers he's going to sneak his way in like he always does and we we're giving you all crap about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this this guy's first to the theater. He's like ready to go. He's got all his bag and everything and I was like Wait, we're the the baby's coming, and I, I was like, "What?" Yeah, dude. So I, that had, was, 
That was a cool surprise. Yeah. We had a little, we had like tuna for her. We had like, like all kinds of like food. It just, it was like, I was surprised yeah, like they let me in with it. For this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was surprised they let us in because usually, you know, did you have like, to pay for her ticket or did it just no, be like, no, no, she's free because she doesn't have a seat. I was yeah. always curious about that. If you I think to, like, up to a certain price. point, I think it's like Disneyland. Yeah. Where they're just, if you're, if you're younger than this age, they just let you in. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. But dude, such, such a fun, like, experience because i was the whole time like just worried like, i was just worried like how's she gonna take it like i want her to have fun i want her to be like a fan of movies you know i don't want this to like scar her and i remember i took like a little picture of her like when she was like the movie was first starting i was trying to find like a bright moment so i could get a picture of her and like she she has this look on her face where she's just like in awe of the screen she's just like oh like everything's new to her and like the colors are so vibrant like that's a movie that all your senses are firing, right? Like it's so colorful. It's so bright. It's so like fun in it. There's no, I was a little worried. She was going to think like Bowser was scary. Cause like, you know, he's got that like lava castle yeah, thing. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the, the way the pacing of the movie was so like quick, there was like, like a, like a tension moment. And then it would just cut to something more like lively and fun. And I, it just worked, dude. She had a, I, I, I had a blast. I thought she had a blast. I know some people are like, if you don't know Mario, you're going to be really lost. And I was like, dude, the, the it came out in like what, 1986? Like Mario is pretty well known throughout the world. So if you haven't seen at least some of that game or like, what of it? Like 10, 10 games that they've come out with. Like everyone knows Mario. Come on. Yeah, right? no. But it, it is a movie that is for the fans, right? Like this is a, it's not a movie that you go in and like, I don't know who Mario is. Like you're going there because you have a love for Mario. And it did deliver, dude. If you are any sort of like, if you've ever ever played like a Mario Party or any of those games, like this is this is great. There's so many like like Ernie was saying. There's so many little Easter eggs. Um, Chris Pratt for for some reason I got really used to his Mario voice. It still bothered me. I still wanted more. I I'm so happy for the first like five minutes the way they kind of explained it all. I'm not going to spoil it, but. There was a there was a moment I just got really happy. I was like, oh yes, yes. Like they did it right. Paid paid homage to the original. Um and yeah, I mean, I think overall the voices, the voices were good. Uh do I want a sequel? Maybe. Would I rather see spinoffs? Maybe. I was gonna ask you, dude, like, did you have a favorite character? Like who was was Bowser your favorite? I think you were kind of alluding to his performance was the best. No, I mean, I, I thought it, I thought it worked really well. I, you know, I think honestly for me, uh, was probably Peach. I really liked Peach mm. a lot. I, like, I mean, I, I, I spoke volumes of freaking Bowser's and everything, and I, I really loved Jack Black's take on him. But I don't know what it was, but they, I thought they made Peach such a a badass. Like, I thought she, she worked <laughs> so well. You know, I thought they were gonna try to make her like. Not just not like I know they weren't gonna go for the damsel in distress, but I also didn't want them to be like where she's the one saving Mario and trying to like up him, you know, because that's the right. way they kind of alluded to in the trailers. But they didn't like they made her just a character that was there to help and and it worked. And I, I just like they that. fleshed her out yeah. a lot more too. Like yeah, they, they gave did, her like really, more yeah. character. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, very true. Even Toad, yeah. I thought Toad had a little more, bit more story to him. And it's funny because the a lot of the characters that you see, you don't see much of them, but like they all have like a little bit of like, you get a hint of their personality that you don't usually get in the games. 
Um, like even like the shy guys and like uh, the what are the little bone the bone ones? <laughs> like they all had the kind of personality to them. The way they're the way they're animated, uh, yeah, it was great, dude. That was so much fun. Um, I would love yeah. to see. Um, speaking of Luigi, like the Luigi's haunted mansion, I feel like that would be a fun one to explore. We didn't get a whole lot of like all yeah. the creatures in that. I agree, man. Um, That's- I wanted them to like to bring out Professor Egad or something having to do with yeah. with Luigi. It would have been so freaking cool. But I, I again, it's like a Mario movie, right? And like they're you know they yeah. want to get into the you know Mario a little bit more. But I want to say this glad that they held held back a little bit, right? Yeah, like, I feel like they didn't have to throw everything at this movie. That's true because um, hey, there's always room for another one, right? Or it saves room for another. Yeah. I, I want to say this because I I I really wanted to go back to something you said. You said that. The Mario game had to come out like in 86, 1986. So it's been quite some time. A lot of people know it. Yeah, it's very true. A lot of people do. But funny thing I've been watching because if you guys have seen those tomatoes that run, the reviews are kind of a little weird. It's like the the audience score is pretty high, but the reviewer score is pretty like it's kind of like a weird mid. Uh, mm. Last I checked, right? I haven't checked in quite some time, but I remember seeing a lot of reviewers saying like, he's like, why is, is like, why is he dressed like a cat or why is this? And like you said, like, some people need to play the games to kind of know these characters. And I was thinking, I'm like, I feel like at this point, everyone should know Mario. My mother, I I think I always talk about my mom, but my mom, who's like, she, you know, she came to this country from Mexico and, you know, knows Nintendo and Mario, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't able to afford that stuff, but she knows that (laughs) stuff. It's like, come on. I feel like everyone should know pop culture. It's like Mickey Mouse. Like everyone knows Mickey Mouse. It, it, I don't know. It just, sometimes I hear, I see and hear that stuff and it's baffling. Like, I I honestly, I'm like, I, I don't know what to say to you guys. Like, where are you? Like, where have you been? I dude, I, I, I disagree with the freaking like cat comment. Cause I heard that same thing where people are like, why did he get the cat uh, costume? I'm like, it explains it in the movie. Like I thought they did a good job of like, what's a power up? Oh, okay. These boxes give you power ups. And then he even like says in the trailer, he's like, Oh, you got the cat box. Like it explains it. Like yeah, 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 the yeah. power up was the cat. So I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's I, not like, it's not like you don't need much deep. explanation <laughs> yeah. to kind of like, yeah. you know, to, like this one moment in the movie doesn't really like, uh, if it doesn't tell you what it is, it's not like you're going to get lost. Like why does he? Right. Why did he get that? It's telling you, like the like she she literally. There's a like I think it's in the trailer, but like Peach gets the fire rose, right? Yeah. And then she gets it, and she just grabs a flower. No one said anything about that. You right, and I mean? it's I, not like it's like you had to sit there and pay attention the whole movie, or you're gonna miss the twist at the end. It's like no, it's like it's this is very straightforward. <laughs> I will say this for for those people. I mean, devil's advocate here, but I you know uh, I I get it. Because the cat suit is something fairly new. It's for the newer audience. Maybe they fell off when they played it as kids. This is more right. so like what uh, I think this was introduced in Super Mario Land or 3D, something like that. I think it's one of those. It was the, it was the Wii version, right? No, the it was Wii on the 3DS version. and then it came to the, uh, uh, I think it came to the uh, Switch eventually. I think it, yeah. Oh, okay. Because they have like a big, uh, I think Mario becomes like a big cat in that game, but. But I'm not mistaken. Mm. I, I I forget. I thought my yeah. It's, it's, it was a fairly new um, a, concept. Uh, yeah. Ad addition, but yeah, I was gonna say though the the movie itself I felt was was very thoughtful in how it would play in 
in international audiences because all the jokes, if you, if you think about all the funny moments, they're all, they, they all translate. Like if you, even if you didn't know what they were saying, it would still be funny because there was no like inside references or anything. It was all physical humor or it was, um, you know, just silly things that, that was shown to you on the screen. And I thought that I thought it was very well done in that regard. Um, so when, when I hear those comments of like, oh, I was lost in the movie, it's like, no, nah, I feel like they did a good job, like trying to bring you along. Even if like you're like you're saying, like if, if, if you have a family member that doesn't speak English, right, you could watch this movie and still have fun with it. Like you still. OK, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty really easy cool. to follow. You know, you know, I want to say one thing, which I, I'm so glad that they hit this really, really freaking well. But the soundtrack to, to, to the to the game, right? I mean, to the movie. Oh, dude, like the, I knew you were going to bring this up. Oh, I, oh my, dude, <laughs> they play some sweet 80s hits. And, I, you know, I, I'm a big, you know, I'm a, I, I, I get bugged when they don't do it right. But something about the way that they handled it just was like, yes, like really good. I was like, dang, yes, good job. Like, good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I won't say what songs or, or what, but, you know, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but. Like there's just like really great moments about it uh, when they do it. I knew you're gonna like those. I, I was thinking, I was, I was like, I hope Ernie brings up the music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good moment, dude. And especially like just kind of like the Brooklyn aspect of it. Like it had like a fun vibe to it. Uh, I don't know. I thought overall, I would, I would say go see it if you're if you're a fan of Mario or if you just want a fun movie going. It's not like a, it's not like Shakespeare or whatever they say. Like it's like like a deep philosophical movie it's like just go have a good time i i I would recommend it me too uh two thumbs up two two thumbs (laughs) two thumbs (laughs) but dude now now we got uh chris pratt in super mario and in guardians which comes out like what a couple weeks from now and he's gonna be in garfield too (laughs) oh i know i heard he's the voice of garfield is that true yeah yeah. you know what? That's I want to. I want to bring up one thing that that I before we move on from this. You can pick this, him, man. You yeah. can, right? Uh, I I want to move on. I want to talk about this. The Seth Rogen voice. I'll be honest oh, with yeah, you guys, yeah. and we I know we talked about this in like two episodes ago. We were talking about how it might not work, and it, all this and that. You know, like we like Seth Rogen. The voice was okay. Like I, I didn't mind it being Seth Rogen, but I will say this: there's this one particular moment where he does something and he laughs. And he took me out. I'm like, I said, that dang laugh, dude. But I still, I liked him. Like, I was like, I liked him as freaking Donkey Kong. I actually did. I didn't like mind it. I, I, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing what they do more with that character. Again, like I like Seth Rogen. I just didn't want him to, it's something about bothering me about like him not wanting to change his voice in any way. Cause like every other person did, you know what I mean? Except Annie, yeah. Annie Taylor Joy, huh? She kind of just stuck with her voice a little bit right but she wasn't like she's not become like a, the household name where it's like you hear her on on like the radio and you're like oh, i know that's anna Taylor joy like she, she wasn't as recognizable as seth rogan's voices um i think fred fred amerson i'm gonna say his name right fred amerson that played uh cranky kong i didn't know that was him i was like oh i, I was like i was surprised uh, but yeah i think he could have he, he could have done a little bit it was funny that he's just like, I don't want, I don't want to change my voice at all. But if it, I, I, I will agree that's that moment dude took me right out of it as well. And my wife, she commented on that when we got home, she's like, 
I don't know why they had to make him laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, that was it. Was just one moment. Yeah, but it, I just yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of us it it uh, took a lot of sound out of it. You know, you're just like oh, but it's like uh, it's in my contract. Every movie yeah. I have to do the laugh. <laughs> I know, right? I, I think we'll uh, yeah, we'll move on from here, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll probably come back to it a little bit more uh, next episode when we get Lex back. We want to hear his thoughts on that because I think he has a far different opinion about uh or not far but a pretty interesting opinion on uh seth rogan uh, as uh, donkey kong so. and i think isn't he like a like a donkey kong fan i don't even know i don't even know i mean i know he's played the games but i don't know if he's like the biggest fan we'll ask him i was like did he ruin donkey kong for you i don't think he didn't ruin it for me i thought i thought it was good i actually want to see what the rest of like kong land looks like if they're doing yeah. like a sort of sequel but but yeah, so speaking of, uh, I was going to say, speaking of like Chris Pratt and uh, getting in a lot of movies at the same time, we got we got two uh, Marvel trailers. We're going to get into the trailer section because we have a bunch of trailers to go over and I might, we might skim over a couple of them because there's just so many, um, but we'll, we'll talk about the ones that we're super excited about. But Secret Invasion and the Marvels have come out since last we spoke and uh, I want to get your thoughts on Secret Invasion before we jump into the Marvels. But it's funny because um, uh, freaking uh, Samuel L. Jackson's in both those trailers as well. So he's kind of doing the the, the double everywhere. The double trouble as uh, Chris Pratt. So uh, thoughts on Secret Invasion. He's Some say he's everywhere a- a- everything all at once. All at once. Yeah, dude. What? So, you know, I, I watched, you know, well, you know, I watched both trailers, but uh, Secret Invasion, I thought it looks kind of cool. I want more for some reason, but I'm like, I don't know why I want more in the trailer because there was so much already, but I don't want it to be spoiled. But I'm actually excited. I actually want to check it out. I think it looks pretty good. It looks like a far better version of Captain and Winter or Fal- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It looks like mm-hmm. that where it's a little bit more serious tone. There's like a, a, a that threat, right? That's there. But it feels uh, uh, very ominous still. I think that's how I felt when I was watching um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I, I, it, it just reminded me a lot of it, but a f- far better version of it, or at least in the trailer. Like, we don't know how it's going to be. I mean, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it wasn't the best, right? Uh, I think they could have done a lot better with certain things. But uh, yeah, it looks cool, dude. I mean, I like Samuel Jackson. And I think this is, this is, this is the. I don't know. I, I've been meaning to see this because I think this is like a catalyst, right? The secret invasion is leading to the biggest secret invasion, right? Or something like that. Or secret wars. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Like all this is, is a big deal to watch. And uh, so I, I don't know. I feel like now the Marvel stuff is kind of ramping up a little bit more, uh, which is kind of, which is interesting because I think we've been kind of lacking a little bit in certain things. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to watch it. I think it comes out uh, soon, right? It's coming out like, in June, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, in June. Um, it's funny when we first talked about, like when it was first announced, I thought this was going to be a movie. And I think they, I don't know if they ended up turning it into a show or it was always planned to be a show. But um, I thought the quality of the trailer seemed like very movie-esque. I felt like it had that production value that it's, it seems like it's going to tie in, kind of like Loki, which I'm really excited for as well. Um, people were saying, though, that... Um, they might have spoiled it a bit because so 
Secret Invasion and the Marvels trailer both dropped, and we see Nick Fury in both of them. So obviously he's alive in whichever one comes first, right? So they're saying, oh, did he? Uh... So let me let me read it. So so there was an article in uh, in Screen Rant about how the upcoming Marvel film, The Marvels, may have accidentally spoiled the ending of Secret Invasion. Um, Samuel Jackson uh, is is in both projects, um, but. Secret Invasion is set to release in June and the Marvels is set to release November 2023. Some fans have speculated that Fury might die in Secret Invasion, but then his appearance in the Marvel suggests otherwise. However, the article also considers the possibility that the Marvels could take place before Secret Invasion. So it could be like a flashback, like after, I don't know. Or, and, but he could still also die in Secret Invasion, just be replaced by a scroll. Because we know that's that's going to yeah. be a thing if you watch the trailer. So. I don't know, dude. I'm curious. I feel like up to this point, like we've tried to kill off Nick Fury many times. I think he has to survive because he's he's Nick Fury, bro. Like he, <laughs> he's, if you've watched all the Marvel movies up until this point, like he's pretty indestructible. He knows his way, how to get his way out. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think this is like his last hurrah? I feel like they're doing that with too many characters lately, but go ahead. I don't know. I mean, it- <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. It's like, I think, like, last week, uh, well, it was a while back we spoke about it, but, like, Samuel Jackson was kind of talking about how he's kind of done with Marvel a little bit. He's kind of over it, and he wants to move on from this character. And so some part of me thinks that they might keep him on for these, like, last couple movies that he's done filming. And then after this, he's probably going to get, like, either die or, like, put in some sort of discharge where he's, like, he's not going to be there anymore. Because uh, I think in the, uh, in the, what is it, the, uh, I don't know if it's Miss Marvel or Secret Invasion, but they, like, they ask Nick Fury, like, oh, you've been out of world or whatever. So that kind of, that kind of makes you think that he's, the Marvels is first and then Secret Invasion happens. Right. If I'm not That's mistaken. True. I think, but I, I'm, I gotta Because in the trailer out. of the Marvels, you see him in the spaceship, right? And that's where he's been. Off exactly world, right? yeah off world so yeah it could be that's how they're gonna do it and then secret evasion something happens he dies and they i don't know whatever but i i, I mean i guess and he the, even says in the trailer doesn't he say like one last time or one last ride or i don't know some one last something i forget what he says i don't know what he says but one it sounds like something mission. that diesel would say in uh <laughs> yeah exactly fast and furious huh uh i i don't know i mean i feel like they, they're break my space i feel like in okay. the end of it <laughs> I feel like at the end of it, they're going to probably get rid of him. There's going to be something really bad because he has to be like some sort of like not catalyst, but something like kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Cole that he freaking, uh, you know, how he dies in Avengers. Mm-hmm. And that's the way yeah. that like, you know, Captain America and all of them kind of get together. Like, what if they do that again? And that's like Nick Fury died. So now we got to get all together, all the marbles and the, the freaking, I don't know what the rest of the characters yeah. are. But see, the thing is like it. I mean, I can understand his his viewpoint because basically all the roster of the previous phases, he he was in those movies. So having having stayed in the MCU this long, he's kind of lost like all his report. Like these are all new characters to him. So I can understand him as an actor. Like it's like all your friends have kind of like gone off and done other projects. And I can see him feeling left out because it's like, you know. You, you when you work with people for for that long over so many movies it it you have like a camaraderie right like i'm sure off camera like you guys hang out and you have like a bit of a camaraderie cuz you want to make the chemistry work you want to do good good on screen and everything but 
I can understand his point of view. Like he's like, ah, you know, this whole roster is different and I kind of want to move on as well. But at the other, the other point, uh, I was thinking like he, he's like, he is the one that keeps the story going in a way. Like he's the one that goes off and brings people together. So I don't know. I feel like part of me doesn't want him to, but I can understand his point of view. Yeah. But anyway, I wanted to ask you about the Marvels. So the Marvels also came out and this one, this one to me was unexpected. Like I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> I know. I want, I want to hear your thoughts. What, what did you think? I thought it was okay. I know this is supposed to be like a teaser. I like the twist of the, I don't know, it's not spoiler, but if you watch the trailer, like they, they switch places whenever they use their powers or at least, is it Monica Rambo that triggers it? I wasn't quite clear, but it seems like powers get used, people get switched, and it's like they teleport to wherever they were. Like it's like Freaky Friday in a way. Like they switch bodies or they switch uh, places, um, which is cool because it limits Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel's powers. Right? Like she can't be all powerful and just save the day, like because there's consequence. Right? Like so they have to think about that. But at the same time, I was wanting maybe more of like a slightly more serious tone. It feels like it has a little bit of that Ant-Man feel to it. It's like, uh, it doesn't look like high, high, you know, it doesn't look like A plus Marvel. It looks kind of like C Disney plus. Marvel. I don't know. What do you think? Did you like it? You know, I will say this because I, you know, I agree with you. I think, I think, uh, uh, not with the C Marvel, but that it is, does look a little bit more, you know, like they're adding a lot more humor to it. Like that Ant-Man where it's trying to negate the, uh, like over aligning villainy kind of stuff. Like it's like, we've gotten images of a villain that's coming. It looks like she's the accuser or whatever, like Ronan from guardians. Like Ronan's sister or something. I don't know, but it's like this other girl and she has like shoulder pads and uh the shoulder pads are supposed to make her look mean but she looks kind of weird it looks like she's not a like she doesn't look like the villain but maybe her portrayal in the in the, in the movie will be a lot better i thought the trailer worked for me surprisingly you know and i see look at i want to want to say this too because i always don't say this but the first captain marvel was not that great i know it did well i know everybody liked it it was okay it was enjoyable yeah, it was just okay. But yeah, it was like just okay. I wanted it to be better, dude. Freaking uh, Brie Larson is awesome. Like, I want her to, I, like, I wanted this character to be better for her, or at least written in a way that was going to be a lot more enjoyable, not this, like, not the way that it was kind of dealt for her. And I think most people agree that Captain Marvel isn't the best of the, of the bunch, but it's it's okay. It's a good movie. Like, I still watch it. I still enjoy it. I'm really rooting for this one. I want this one to do well. Like, I, I think... You know, I, I know I I talk a lot of smack about that humor and all that and, you know, and negating the overall, like, you know, that just being serious. But some part of me thinks that this is the new Marvel, right? Like, they want it to be entertaining, not just, not just like, uh, you know, humorish and, you know, trying to laugh. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody wants that seriousness when they go watch a, a movie, right? I think my wife. That DC Batman. Yeah, yeah, they don't want that. They don't want it to be as grounded as uh, Lex always says. And I, I think like my wife, she enjoyed 
she loved Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, right? I think it's called. Mm-hmm. She really yeah. liked it. She loved the humor. She loved the comedy. She. It was funny because I told her, I asked her, I was like, what did you think about Ant-Man and uh, the quantum manium? And she's like, it's not as funny as, uh, as, uh, <laughs> as Thor love and thunder. And I was like, well, that's funny that that's like the first thing you thought of to, to think that that's her. That's like the new wave of the Marvel kind of like mindset. I'm thinking that they're trying to go for. And I think eventually some of the stuff we're going to, I think they're, I think they're trying to get a good balance between like these, uh, the ones that are, that are funnier. And then the ones that are going to be serious because gangs dynasty and all that. Seems like it's going to be a little more serious. Like you get that in quantum medium, how the way Kang is. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I went on a rant about all that Marvel stuff. I just, I, I love talking Marvel. I love Marvel stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, the trailer yeah, was I, cool. I mean, it's like you said, it's just a teaser. And uh, I'm curious to see what they have uh, like in store for us. Comes out November 10th. So by in a few months or a month or something, we'll probably get a, a actual official trailer. But what, what were you going to say? No, I, I agree with you as far as like the, the, I just felt like the tone, like I, it's funny. I do want, I do think, um, I agree with you with the, okay, I keep saying Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel. I think it's cause Marvelous Miss Maisel is on my mind. <laughs> Captain Marvel was, uh, was poorly written. I think that was the, that was the problem. Like her character, she wasn't a very likable character. I think they could have done a better job. Uh, in the writing part, I think that was part of the reason why I didn't like Ant-Man as well. It felt like it was underwritten and it could have been a lot better had it had it gone through several of his revisions and maybe like a couple more eyes had been on it. There was like a lot of like gaping, like, why? Why did we do this? Well, and then let that joke didn't land. Why couldn't we have tightened it up here? Like this type of thing. Um, I I do like the humor. I'm not I don't disagree with you. Like I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder. Like I went back and rewatched it. I, I don't really feel like I want to go back and watch Ant-Man for some reason. Like I felt like it was just like a one and done thing unless it's to watch Kang, right? Because Kang's performance, that's probably the reason why I would go back and watch it. But it's funny. I want to bring up one thing that I noticed that I think a couple people had pointed out on Twitter that Secret Invasion trailer dropped like 11 days ago. Um, it's been about 12, 11, 12 days and it's gotten 16 million views so far. This, the Marvel's trailer launched two days ago and it's already got 14 million views. So it's like almost caught up to Secret Invasion. It's been two days. What do you think, Ernie? Do you think this is because people are excited to see this character and see see what's happening? Or like, is it is it hate watching it? They're like, oh, I got to see what they, see how they're messing up our, our Marvel MCU. <laughs> like, I don't that's know. Funny. Do you that's funny. I didn't even think about the hate watching, but probably, I mean, no, I, 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 well, I thought, well, my mind wanted to think something, wanted to think positive about it, but I think it's because it's the new Marvel movie. Secret Wars isn't a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel show on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. right? So people are looking for the next big uh, uh, Marvel uh, phase movie. And I think that's it. Like, I know the, the TV shows are a little, are fairly new to most. And a lot of people probably don't watch them. Like I have a lot of people that I've known that I've talked to that they don't watch the shows. They just watch the movies. So they didn't watch Loki. They didn't watch uh winter soldier or Falcon and winter, all that. And it's, it's interesting. Cause I'm like, dude, you need to watch that to get like continuity for continuity's sake. Like I always yeah, say, yeah. you gotta watch it, <laughs> you gotta watch it. But, but no, some people just kind of like watch the movies. But again, I do want to say this because I did see this on Twitter uh, is, is a lot of hate a lot of hate for the marbles like i i've seen a lot of it 
I've seen that people just have been watching it and talking crap about it and not saying good things, saying that this shouldn't be this. And, you know, Marvel's going uh, female primarily, no more male care, you know, stuff like that. And, 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 you know, that's what I've seen mostly. But again, I want to stay positive. I'm honestly, I'm tired of talking crap about all this stuff because like, Sometimes it's good crap. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Now, sometimes it's good, dude. But it, but other times that you watch like these movies, you're kind of like, you're kind of like, you could have done better. Like I know, like okay, like I, uh, I know that they could do really well because they have, right? Like we, you mm. go back and you watch Captain America: First Avenger, dude, great movie, fantastic. You know what I mean? And then you go to the the Captain Marvel movie, and like you said, wasn't well written, and they made this character unlikable. Like I think there's a moment where he meets Thor uh, in what Avengers, I want to say uh, Endgame, and mm-hmm. and she, he, you know, he gets the hammer. He's like, oh, I like this one or whatever. And I'm like, that scene should have been a lot better, but it wasn't because the character of Captain Marvel is not likable. You know what I mean? And, and everybody was just like, we don't it, like her. But it, yeah, but it's weird because <laughs> Brie Larson is so likable. She's awesome. She comes out in Scott Pilgrim. I freaking loved her in that. She comes out in oh, Community. Right. You know, she like, there's a lot of things that are like that I like about her. But I think, again, she like, I think the way that they, they portrayed Captain Marvel in the story and the way they made Brie Larson kind of come out in in uh in the forefront of everything, like talking like being really weird with like the cast on interviews and then being like, you know, being talking crap about like, I don't know about being a feminist and all this stuff. And I think it put a lot of bad, like a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And I think that's primarily why people like kind of don't like the character, but I, Captain Marvel's freaking awesome. She's like strong as heck. You know what I mean? And, and I, I don't know. I want, I that's why to be honest, that's why I'm really excited and hopeful that this is going to be really good. Like, I want to come with, like, open heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to I want to come with uh, my, my arms wide open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dang, that's a little creed for you guys. If, uh, you sing it, know. brother. Sing it. Yeah. Under. Oh, no. sorry. I, <laughs> I wanted to go back just real quick before we move on about the, um, what you were saying about you want to be excited for it. And I felt like I was excited seeing um, Ms. Marvel, because I watched that show. I know like nobody watched that show, but she, she does such a good job of bringing like positivity and fun to the, to the, the world that when she showed up on the trailer, I was like, dude, that, I'm like, I was like, I was like happy to see her again. Like, I was like, this, this yeah. one's like, this one's like fun. And even like Monica Rambo, like that first, um, WandaVision series was so good. And I feel like she was a little underutilized and I want to see what happens. Like, I want to see how she's like, like we got a little taste of it in the trailer. Like she can manipulate light and whatnot, but um, yeah, I feel like there are, there are good things to find. I think we've just been a little, it's oversaturated, but also I think the quality has gone down because we've been pumping out so many movies. Like say, I say we like it's me, but uh, <laughs> the Marvel has been giving us so much stuff, which is like, that's what we wanted, but I think the quality has suffered. And I think um, Papa Iger has seen it as well. Right. Big, big Bobby, big Bobby Bob, Iger. Big Bob, 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 Bob
He's freaking like, he's let's back. slow this he's down back, and make yeah. sure the quality is where it is. I think the same thing with Pixar, dude. Like, I feel like Pixar was trying to make too many movies at once. And I'm excited for Elementals. I'll, I'll say that. Same, yeah. I, I think they're stretching themselves too thin a little bit, you know, like trying to meet a quota yeah. as opposed to working on passion projects. Like, I feel like they did before does put a damper yeah. on the content and it makes it more so, uh, I guess, less intrusive with the way that they usually work on things. And, I think that that just it doesn't it doesn't help. And uh, dude, that's a great way to put it. The passion projects. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. as soon as it becomes a business and you're just like, I need to get this done because it has to come out this year. Yeah. Like, no, push it until the movie's good. Right. Like exactly. push it until it's like this was what I wanted to show. Like I I felt like Ant-Man was a, was it's weird because we had so much time between Ant-Man, but it felt rushed to me. I felt like there was they're trying to cram so much stuff, so much story just to push the narrative to the next movie. Like, no, let's let's just focus on making this a really good movie. And who cares about the other movies? Like it'll all tie together. But I don't know, bro. I. uh, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But. The same thing, I feel I feel the same way about Star Wars, bro. Like, I feel like there's so much potential to do some like amazing things with Star Wars. Can we talk about Star Wars Celebration? Yes. I know we're in the trailer section. No, it's fine. But- you go wherever you want. Hey, hey, let me tell you something, Jason. Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? For tell this? me, tell me. This is our show. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> oh, that's true. This is a passion project of ours. <laughs> and, uh- <laughs> that is a passion project. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make sure it it's good. Uh, so Star Wars Celebration was last weekend, and it was in London. Which I was sad because we couldn't have gone, even if we wanted to. It was so far away. Dude, I thought it was in uh, Paris. I thought I saw Paris and I was like, dude, but either way, we couldn't have made it. But yeah. it was London. It was far. It wasn't. It, it was somewhere we weren't going to be able to make it to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but they did release a couple trailers. Um, one of them was Star Wars Visions, the second season, which I'm excited for, dude. That dude. looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Are you oh, excited yeah. for it? I am very excited, dude. I freaking loved the first season. I've seen that like two times, like every episode. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it a third time. My wife didn't let me. Last time I told you I put it on, and she's all, again? And so I had to turn it off. <laughs> like, just watch it it's fantastic <laughs> great great freaking anime dude oh gosh it's it's so awesome but yeah no i oh, i'm excited go ahead sorry dude i can't i can't wait for season two dude it looks great i'm just glad they're continuing in it and i think i think they're doing the same thing with the what if series it's just they're so good they're like like what you said like little passion projects each one of them is like its own little encapsulated i love the hand-drawn stuff dude the lightsaber i don't know if you saw that one opening scene where the dragon the lightsaber across the floor and it it looks like it's like hand painted i was like oh dude this looks awesome um but yeah a lot of like news came out and one of the things so we got a couple things in the i want to say it's like the favreau filoni verse right now because it's like their their corner of star wars which i feel like they should just keep that going but i got some surprising well we'll talk let's talk about the Ahsoka trailer, and then we also had an announcement for there's going to be a full-length Star Wars movie about the Mandalorian. That's kind of they yeah. say it's supposed to kind of wrap up all the show mm-hmm. stuff. Which I'm like, what? Like, I don't want the shows to wrap up. Like, this is the best thing going for Star Wars. Right yeah, right now. now at the moment, right? Yeah, that's a little too soon. Let's keep it going. But I, I mean, you, I haven't seen the latest episode of the Mandalorian. I think. Have you seen the newest one? I have, yeah. Out, I like, think it was like 50 minutes. I think one of the longer ones. But it was like yesterday. Did you watch the one from like... I did, yeah. 
Yeah, the newest one. Okay, I haven't seen that one, but do you? How do you feel about the series like this season? Like, do you feel like they should wrap it up, or do you feel like there's more story to tell? I think they should definitely wrap it up and go somewhere else. <laughs> but I will say this because okay. I, without spoiling anything, I feel like something is gonna happen because I think they tweeted it out. Tweeted this out. Oh. They said oh. that the last episode or something's gonna happen in the Mandalorian that's gonna hurt. And oh, I just what? remember being like, well, okay, if I could say anything, and I don't know if this is a spoiler, I think the Mandalorian's gonna die. I honestly believe he's gonna die. Yeah, it's gonna he's gonna die, and it's gonna be someone else taking the mantle of whatever this is if they keep going with it. Yeah, I just it just it just if it's gonna hurt, what else is gonna hurt? Either that but or doesn't the Mandalorian come out in the movies like later on, or is that just Boba Fett? That's just Boba Fett. There's no Mandalorians in the Star Wars universe. They always talk about it. They always talk about the Mandalorian War, which is the Mandalorians versus the Jedi that had that that took place, and there was like one of the Mandalorians actually was a Jedi. And then mm. I think the, the that's what I think they ended up getting the dark saber. It's like a whole story. I don't know it like super well at the top of my head, but there right. is a like the Mandalorians exist, but the way that we're seeing them has never been seen other than like this. Like uh, we only know. Okay, that, this is the first yeah, time we've like explored their their world. Exactly. Like uh, like uh, I think Django Fett, which is the father of Boba Fett. Uh, uh, He's a Mandalorian. Django Fett is mm-hmm. not. Uh, because uh, he's a clone. He's a clone trooper. Right? That's what that's what canon right, right, right. is now. And he's in the he's in the, the trilogy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. That's interesting. For some reason I was like, they can't kill off Mandalorian. Like I thought I thought for some reason <laughs> no. I thought he's like talked about or something in the movies, and I was like, oh. No, I don't maybe. No, he's I he's brand be. new. They had there's no I mean I've seen them all quite a bit and i don't remember them ever saying like there was a mandalorian with the small grogu jedi <laughs> there was no i don't think they ever like mentioned that dude if they kill off baby yoda people are just gonna be done they're like star wars is dead or i'm sorry grogu gotta got her from grogu i don't know we'll see what happens dude I, it's gonna they need to do something crazy i think because i think one of the episodes leading up to this one people were very like Where's this going? This is not going anywhere. They need to wrap it up or at least advance the story, right? But when I watched the Ahsoka trailer, I was like, dude, this, this, I want to play in this universe. I don't know about you, but I really liked the Ahsoka trailer and I haven't watched Rebels. Have you seen Rebels? I've seen a few episodes, but not like the entirety of it. I saw like a, like a, it was like a fan cut on youtube oh that kind of talks about ah ahsoka's uh backstory because i was kind of like curious like what how big of her involvement in in rebels and i got so i got so hyped for it i was like dude she's a really cool character like yeah no so everything ties together and the i guess the Rebels series i don't know if the series is dave filoni's uh like passion project either but he it just seems like they're trying they try to tie everything from the old and the new and everything like is all weaved together. And it just, it's so cool. It's so, I, it makes me excited for if this Ahsoka series is going to do something similar, because I think they said that the movie that Dave Filoni is going to direct somehow leads us right up to rise of Skywalker. 
Is that I don't know if that's true, but I could I could go back and read it. But yeah, I'm not let me, sure. Let me read. Let me read. It says um, Lucasfilm announced a feature length Star Wars movie continuation of The Mandalorian, which will conclude the story of Din Djarin and Grogu, the famous du- duel from the TV show. Filoni will direct the movie, which is said to be a culmination of the overarching narrative woven by The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. Though there is no official cast announcements yet Pedro Pascal Rosario Dawson uh, oh I can't even say his name Tamara Morris oh Tamara Morrison and Ming-Na Wen are going to reprise their roles however there's no information about the first release date and is yet to be as it is yet dependent on the the future of the TV counterpart oh so it could be pushed because I heard something that um, John Favreau had written season 4 of The Mandalorian like he had already written it out. So maybe we'll get one more season and then the movie. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it doesn't, it doesn't mention. I, th- I swear I heard something about the announcement that it's going to lead up to the events of Rise of Skywalker because the. Well, first, what did you think about the Ahsoka trailer? I, I like the. No, no, you're fine. I like the. I like. I really enjoyed the Ahsoka trailer. I mean. I've always been curious about the character a little bit more because I mean, uh, more so because she's the power one of Anakin Skywalker when Anakin Skywalker is in the clone wars and they're doing that whole thing and she's very rebellious. Right. And there's like this really cool, like, you know, the way that he was to Obi-Wan, she kind of is to him. And it's nice to see that like interaction in the cartoons. When you watch that, I think it comes out in clone wars, not in rebels because mm. rebels is after the fact, but if, if you watch if if you watch their dynamic, it's really cool. I think there's some great scenes. I won't spoil it with Anakin and Ahsoka towards like the end of them, and and uh, I think you can uh, you can definitely see uh, 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 like in the trailer. There's something I don't know if I might be wrong, but it feels like it's dormant in her mind that is causing her not to feel at one with herself because she was the battle one of Anakin, or at least I hope they explore something like that. That's how I imagined it when I was watching the trailer, but I could have mm-hmm. just culminated like that could have just been something I just fabricated in my mind because <laughs> I wanted to see that. But I, I don't know. I, I just I wanted to say that. I mean, it makes sense. Like the, the part of the reason that I really liked, or I was really curious about her backstory is because she almost has that same kind of guilt that, um, Obi-Wan has with Darth Vader um, because she's she's she knew him as Anakin right and she was trained as trained knowing that version of him so she has that same kind of like I still believe there's good in him because I knew this guy like before he became Darth Vader it's it's just interesting I feel like they should explore that at least a little bit or maybe they'll just keep it for the rebels like if you want to watch the the animated series it goes into that but i feel like that's the stuff that we want to watch like i feel like the way it it takes a narrative and it runs with it and it's like what if this happened what if that happened and i mean yeah i know there's like a there's like people that are like i just want to be done with the skywalker saga like i just want to move on and part of me does too but i feel like it's cool the way they they weave things what together do you mean? We're, we're, we that, can't get rid of the skywalker saga dude uh, the, the next part of the news you're going to talk about is uh, Daisy Riley coming back to reprise her role as Ray, and she's a Skywalker now. If you remember that, she's end- a Palpatine. Dang it! No, so if you remember <laughs> the ending of uh, of uh, Rise of Skywalker. She says, "I'm a Skywalker." 
or whatever. Can't believe she said right. that, but she she did I'm it. And now Ray Skywalker. I want to talk about that dude, a little bit, dude. Which is talk about it. Yeah, dude. So they're gonna make a whole like I don't know if it's a trilogy, but they're gonna make more movies with the character of Ray, which I don't mind. I like Ray. She's a cool character. I just don't think that they wrote it well enough. I had it making her a palpatine doing all that stupid silly stuff. But they're it's funny because the the things that they're the the, the stuff that they're writing for her, uh uh, which is like, I think it's going to be her establishing like the new Jedi order. And it's, it's funny because that's what I would have wanted to see for Luke Skywalker. Like they're doing what we mm. wanted Luke Skywalker to be doing <laughs> with Ray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're writing the story that we would have wanted to see him do. Uh, and now it's, it's her, which is interesting. I don't know about it. What do you think? Yeah, it was, it was surprising when she came out on stage. They're like, let's introduce the person who's going to create the new Jedi Order. And I was like, what? I thought she was done with this. You know, like I thought she was done with the series after Rise of Skywalker had so much backlash. I thought she was like, ah, get me out of this one. But maybe they could turn it around. I don't know. I feel like if anyone can do it, it's uh, Dave Filoni, bro. Like if. Dave Filoni and Fabro get involved. I feel like these guys are so passionate about trying to like weave all the narratives together. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I know it's directed by, uh, I don't know who, she, who, like who she's or what she's directed. Um, oh, I can't remember. Put her name. Oh, Braid Chinoy. She's supposedly the first woman of color to direct a Star Wars movie, which, which is cool. But I, I don't know what else she's directed. I hope she's talking to Filoni and Fabro. <laughs> Hopefully. And not Kathleen Kennedy. But, uh, oh yeah, how do you say her name? Shermin Obda Chinoy? Obda Chinoy. I was saying, no, no, I think I'm, you're, I'm, I think you're right. Yeah, Shermin Obdaway Chinoy. I think you're saying it right. But I mean, you're not, you're fine. I mean, it, you know, not everyone's going to oh, say she, her name. But. She directed the movie, uh, Stephen. Oh, she will direct the movie, and the script is by Stephen Knight. So, I mean, there, I guess there's some positivity, but. We'll see. We'll see. I'm. This is the one piece of news that I'm very like. I don't know, bro. Like, I I feel like they should move as far away from Rise of Skywalker as possible. Like, go like, I don't know. But could this be the redeeming? The future? Could this be the redeeming arc that we needed to uh, to justify yeah. those three movies? Because like, I I think we always talk crap about the Last Jedi, but the Last Jedi has like really great moments in the movie, but then it's overshadowed by all these really bad things that shouldn't have been in the film. And the Rise of Skywalker kind of like it. But there's some weird stuff. No, 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 but no. It's, I'm telling you, it's it's good. Like I still watch it and I enjoy it. But then there's these moments that you're when you're watching it, it takes you out and you're like, why did they do this? Like, why did they do this? Yeah. Right. Um, I think I think they do that with that movie. And then Sky Rise of Skywalker kind of I think I've talked to I forgot who I was talking to, but I was like, you can watch this movie as just a sci-fi movie and really not need to know anything that's going on in this movie for it to just be okay for you to watch. Because there's nothing in that right. movie that I can remember thinking like, well, you need to know all these these past movies. Like I, I and I've seen that movie like I saw it in theaters like two times, two three times, and then I obviously I bought it, rewatched it many times, and I still I still think that you can just rewatch it and you don't need need to know what's going on. Because at the end it's just you like you know what's funny. Go ahead. One one of the things I was thinking about Rise of Skywalker the other day, and I was thinking one of the things that everyone really hates about it is that how suddenly it's that it's that famous line right where it's like 
somehow Palpatine returned, right? It's like somehow that's the thing that we don't understand. It's like it's out of nowhere. It's just like it doesn't make any sense. Like all of a sudden it's just like we needed a bad guy, right? But what if Filoni and Favreau are trying to build all that stuff, right? To explain the somehow. Well, so it's like, oh, you, this all connects. Well, if you're watching, could Ma- they do it? Well, if you're watching Mandalorian, guys, I'll tell you, I'm not going to say much, but if you watch Mandalorian, uh, uh, you can get happen. a pretty big, uh, you can get a, you can get a pretty good gist of what's, uh, what's to be expected, right? Dang, now I get, now I want to watch. It's it. not even the new episode. It's been the, like the seasons. So this is like, oh, okay. yeah. So it's not like something new. Like you can probably wrap your head around it if you really thought about it right but i mean yeah i guess that's that's I, the, here's the thing though a lot of people are saying that this was out of nowhere like this is a bad choice uh on disney's part to like go back to this world but but they have to right they have to do it because they've already built the lands they've already built the merch like disneyland they spent so much money building out that star wars land to be that universe Right. Kylo Ren's walking around Disneyland with his stormtroopers while you're drinking your blue milk with your blue milk. Ray's walking around next to her TIE fighter or whatever. Right. Like they have to keep they have to redeem this this part of the story because that like they've painted themselves into such a corner. That's my thinking. Right. Like they've it would take so much more to get rid of a lot of the Disneyland stuff that they've already built up. Like this is the stuff that the people go to Disneyland for, like the kids who love Kylo or, you know, love Ray. So they need to redeem that whole storyline. So I think that's why they're going back. Yeah. Um, I hope they do it right. That's all I say. No, no, I'm hoping too. again, I'm always hopeful for these. Cause these are like my beloved IPs. Like I love these things. Like this is something I was raised with and I want my daughter to be raised with as well. And, a part of me, uh, like, I, I understand why people, like, I always say this, these aren't for us. And it's because they aren't. They're for the, the next wave of kids. And, like, I think I, we talked about this before, but our nephew, Brandon, watched all the Star Wars films because we had told him, like, watch them. You're going to like them. And he really enjoyed uh, the, uh, the prequel sequels. Or what, not the prequel sequels, the uh, sequels. Um, so, the uh, most recent. Yeah, trilogy. the most recent. So, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. He enjoyed those. He liked the character of Rey. He liked Kylo Ren. And I was like, dude, I'm with you. I like those characters too. But he doesn't, and then he goes back and rewatches that, but he's not, he's still so young that he doesn't understand like these little moments of things that where it's like, this is where they got it wrong. You know what I mean? Like there's just, yeah, he's got nothing to compare it to, right? Exactly. Like, he didn't grow up with our, our generation's trilogy. No, no. Like, and he's just like, that was good. And yeah, yeah. And, and so he loves that stuff. So when we went to, to Star Wars land, he saw Kylo Ren. He was like freaking out. He's like, oh, that's Kylo Ren. That's awesome. We built the lightsaber. He, you know, like all the cool stuff. And it's cool to see yeah. it through his eyes. But some part of me is hoping that they end up doing this and rewriting the wrongs that, you know, had been going forward. Because I think a lot of people love, like love Star Wars and love these movies. But I think they also feel that there's something missing. And I think like with the Filoni-verse and uh, Fabra, I think they're going to end up like implementing all the stuff that's kind of been going on through, through every film adaptation and kind of bringing it all back to one whole story. Right. And, uh, right. and that, and like a big long director's like, cut where it fills, in, yeah, all the fills gaps. in all the gaps. Cause I, again, a lot, most of like what we started, what force awakens and or last Jedi with the credit crawl that just is saying a bunch of stuff. 
that we don't even know what the heck is going on. It's kind of like, like Star Wars A New Hope. When you're reading the credit crawl to that, you're talking about uh, the Empire and all this stuff, and you're like, we don't know anything about this. We don't know anything. And then you, sure. you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know how it was before, but I'm sure like our parents who saw it were like, like, well, what, well, what's, what happened? Like, what happened? Like, what's going on? And now we get freaking Phantom Menace. And now you know what's happening. They probably thought the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what? Like, so. Like, you don't know. Watch the original trilogy. <laughs> exactly. Like, it just, they're, they're filling in the gap slowly, but surely. And I don't know how long this process will take. Maybe like another 10 years or something like that. Maybe less. Uh, but um, I'm excited to see where they head. And, and I'm honestly, I'm more excited for the extra projects that they're working on, like the Ta- Taika Waititi movie, the uh, the movie with Jude Law that he's in or show or whatever, all that stuff that's kind of coming our way. True. It's like we're in the, like a period of like rebuilding right now, right? Like like Marvel's kind of re- trying to rebuild their their storylines and uh, and you know we got all the Star Wars teams like they're kind of like on their way up, like they're they're in they're laying the groundwork to rebuild to like do this new uh, Jedi order, which I, I mean, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I want to see what happens. Right. Cause I, I do like the characters. I hope they continue it on. It's just the, the writing. It has to be something good. Um, let's talk about uh, the last bit of news, which uh, I wanted to get your talk of just because we've, we've covered it at, at, at length in the past. Mm-hmm. And we finally know that Warner brothers discovery their their new streaming service is going to be called Max. Like it was official. Like they, like Max is the name. I don't understand why they're dropping the HBO. Dude, did you see? Yeah, people are all mad the, about it. Yeah. Did you see the like the the art the artwork though? It says Max, the place you go to watch HBO. I'm like, just call it HBO. <laughs> I don't know it's why they like, didn't just keep it as HBO. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. You know what's funny is we were talking about this, right? What did we say? I think like episodes ago when I had brought this topic up, I was like, they're gonna just call it Max. Like there is nothing else that they could like call it. There it it just it doesn't work if they say Discovery Max and or like HBO Discovery. It just it wouldn't work. But it's funny because a lot of people are getting these like things on like I think a lot of people were like saying, Yeah, I'm glad there was this joke that I that I was laughing at. Some guy had tweeted, he's like, yeah, I'm glad they're getting rid of HBO, you know, with that, those popular shows like Game of Thrones, The Sopranos, uh, like right. all, this, all that quality, all quality content. content. I'm, glad. I'm glad they're getting rid of HBO. Like, it, I was like, oh, God. Oh, man. I don't know. It's just, it's been some, uh, I mean, people have said like HBO has been the place where you get the shows. Like these are, you know, we got our Game of Thrones, like all the ones you're, you've said, The Last of Us. It's It's always been quality and it seems weird to drop the to drop the name, but it is what it is. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about was there's two bits of news that came out of that. So besides the rebranding, we also got news that they are, um, they're, they're the penguins, the penguin series has started filming. We got a teaser for that. I know you dude, you're a super fan of Batman. I wanted to get your thoughts on like, are you excited for the series? Does it look good? Are you more excited about this than, Joker two or what are your thoughts? That's funny. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I'm more. I mean, I want to say I'm excited for Batman too. I'd rather watch that. I want to see where that heads. But I do like that they're still building into the the world with the Penguin trailer. It looks really neat. 
and uh, to get more of Colin Farrow and that character. Like, there's like this moment in the trailer where I was like, uh, I'm sold. It's like towards the end where he just shoots and then he laughs. And I was like, yes, yeah. like this is going to work. But it's like, do I want to like root for a villain again? Like, it's just like, well, I think we talked about this. Like, they keep bringing out villains and adding like not subs just substance, but like making it seem as though they have a redeeming quality. And I'm wondering what they're going to do to try to make you like this character. Cause you're not supposed to like the penguin. He's a bad dude. He kills people. He right. like, does, you know, he's got Genshin, but he's, he's, he's against our favorite freaking detective Batman, you know? So it's, it's, it's interesting that they're going this way, but again, I'm glad that they're building more into the world of uh, Matt Reeves as Batman. So I'm excited to watch it. It's a, it's a great little uh, tease. Was a teaser trailer, right? Yeah. It's, it's just a teaser, but it's like a, an announcement. Cause it, there was part, part of it was like behind the scenes stuff. So it's kind of, it's like a weird announcement teaser where it's like, we've begun filming, but it looks cool. I mean, Colin Farrell, it looks like he's having a blast with the character and it, it, it's crazy how much, um, like he just kind of blends in. Like you don't, yeah, I don't even see him when he, when he's playing the character, he's just like this whole other guy. So I'm excited. I'm hoping I don't know. Maybe we'll get some cameos. Maybe Batman will show up. Maybe we'll see some new characters that we haven't seen yet in the first movie. And that'll tie into future movies. It might be cool. It's gotta be a, some, some Easter eggs in there somewhere, but the other bit of news, or did you want to talk about blue beetle? I don't know. Uh, we can, no, we can talk about blue beetle. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, there's two things. We'll, we'll talk about the first thing you wanted to talk about, which was the, uh, the JK Rowling. Let's talk about Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle first? Okay. Because uh, it's DC related. Let's talk about DC first. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, when you're right, you're right. This is our podcast. This is our podcast. <laughs> we do what we want. Uh, yeah, dude, the Blue Beetle trailer, I, you know, pleasantly surprised. It looks fun. It looks like a uh, kind of like a Shazam, uh, very reminiscent of that kind of like style of filming. But I think it has a little bit more of a serious tone here and there. Uh, the Latino flavor. The Latino flavor. The yeah, yeah. It's funny because I didn't expect to see half the actors that were there. I think they like George Lopez comes out, and he says that he, weird like long beard. Is he looks so guy. weird. He looks yeah. He looks I disgusting. I don't know. I don't know why they made him look like that, dude. He, he's so <laughs> weird looking. But it, it, the trailer looks cool. I mean, I like I, I like the actor who's gonna play uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, uh, he comes out in freaking uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a Cobra Kai. I don't know if you. Oh, know if you, really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I don't know if you've seen. I haven't watched the series. You didn't watch Cobra, like dude, Cobra Kai is freaking awesome. But again, I, I'm a big fan of Karate Kid. But uh, uh, Shulu Maraduena, I think. I, I don't want to say his name wrong, right? Wrong, but that sounds right. X O L O. I know there's a sweeter way to say it, but yeah, like I, I like him, and I and I had I think we had talked about this when they had announced it, and I was curious because I think they had been throwing around like a, a, a teaser of a guy that wasn't him kind of like the, the, the beginning of the trailer uh, when he gets the suit uh, and all that stuff. And it's kind of resembles a little bit of a Spider-Man, doesn't it? Where uh, like he goes the, to the, the lab suit, and, yeah. and he gets bit by a spider. It kind of resembled that. I was like, Oh, this is, I was like, I, cause I don't know a lot about blue beetle. I only know blue beetle from like the games and or like cartoons. Uh, but it, this looks cool. I, I'm, I'm excited. I want to see like what they do. I'm hoping that this is like uh you know, the new DC is, is, uh, you know, goes a much better route than what we have had before. But, uh, what did you think? It was, it was not a bad trailer. The, my initial thoughts when I watched it, I was like, 
this guy just gets thrust into the situation and he has no choice to be, but to become a superhero. And it's like, it's a, it was a little jarring for me. I was like, you, you are now a superhero. I, but I guess that's like what a lot of superheroes, they get thrust into the situation, but I felt it when he touched the scarab and like, it just consumed his whole, like it just covered his whole body. And I was like, Oh wow. Like you have no choice, but to wear this suit and now you have to deal with it. So it, it's a different take. And I liked it. Uh, so I, people were saying like, Oh, I'm so glad he, they made, they didn't make his mouth like a separate piece. Like, uh, I guess in the comics, like it's all, it looked good. I liked the, the, the design choice. Like it looked cool. Like when he talks, it's like Spider-Man where it just kind of moves up and down and, um, the art direction. I loved, I loved like the sword thing at the end where yeah. it's like, I can create whatever you think. It's like a kind of a green lantern type thing where he just, whatever he imagines can create it. That looks cool. It, what's not to love about a giant sword dude whenever you see like people with giant swords walking through comic-con you're like dude this is awesome okay <laughs> more of those so yeah I, i'll see it it has like a very light tone right like there, we didn't really introduce a threat did we it was more kind of just like nah, not really i mean adjusting to the, the suit beetle itself is a threat in itself but like we just kind of get all oh, right we kind of get a bit of it like that oh this is a it's a pretty big deal that you have it and you should be scared of it. But then something like, I guess there's going to be like a back and forth of like, I could kill you, but it's like, I'm not going to. And it's like, I need you. And it's like, yeah, you don't, it's, very, and it's like, like somebody of, wants to scare him back probably. And then they're going to try and get him. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But it, it's fun, right? It's like, a, it's not as high serious stakes where like the world is ending, but it could, but yeah. not everything, has, not, was, not, not everything trip. has to end. Not everything has to end the world. You know what I mean? True. Or the multiverse. Like Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, did you have any thoughts on Spider-Man trailer? I know we, we talked about the first one, but did you, did you like the second one? Yeah, dude. I, I freaking, the little baby. Adorable. Oh, yeah? The little uh, little Spider-Man baby. That, that was adorable. It, well, it's uh, Peter's, the Peter Parker's uh, uh, daughter. It's, it's cute. It's cute. It, it looks cool, dude. I mean, I'm really excited for freaking Across the Spider-Verse. I, 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 we, like, I think me and Jason both love the first one. And it, it's a it's a great movie, Definitely. yeah. So I'm excited. I want to see what they're gonna do, uh, you know, expanding on the world. I guess because it's like really, it's all over the place where they're crossing the universe. And it, I think this is a two part movie, so this is just the first part of it. And then I think we get the second one. Like I don't know if it's like the following year or what. Hopefully, I don't know if they're gonna make it because they they dropped a two part or the part one in, in the trailer. I don't know. We'll see. But I. I just don't want, I just want to see the movie. Like that, that was my thoughts when I watched it. I was like, that's, that's great. I love that there's more footage. I just want to watch this movie. Like, I felt like I know these movies take forever to make, but I felt like it's been, it's been so long when we've been seeing that same trailer, especially like at AMC, it's like the same trailer <laughs> every time. So I was excited to see this one, but I was like, I just want to watch the movie. Dude, don't show me any more trailers. I'm good. Um, okay. Let's run through some quick ones. Did you have any thoughts on the Barbie trailer? Because we actually got footage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it looks, like, it looks fun. It looks fun, and I, and I can't wait to watch it. Fun. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good, good time. I I didn't realize how much I love the banter between Simulu and uh, freaking uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. That that looks like it's gonna be epic. Um, yeah, it looks like fun. I'm surprised that I enjoyed it. Uh, second indie trailer any thoughts oh dude i mean I'm, is it time I'm, travel i'm so excited it is time traveling for sure i'm t- like dang it it's gotta be no. it's gotta be dude it just looks so it looks like it in the trailer but the trailer is so freaking sweet the music uh, it's yeah sweet. Like, it, it's really cool they're like he's on the bus he's on the bus 
or whatever on the train or whatever and it's just like oh he looks like the old like man you know like he looks like his dad you know what I mean yeah it looks like he's owning that he's older in this movie which I like right like I felt like that, especially that initial shot where he's just like on the chair like sprawled out and then the music kicks in and he's like he jolts awake like whatever the song is like please allow me to introduce my you know you remember yeah, no, I, I, yeah I do I do I do <laughs> Uh, what did you what did you think about the live action Moana announcement? I'm not I'm not a fan, dude. Uh, dude, the hierarchy of power in the Disney universe is about to change. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it looks it looks. I mean, I like Moana. We just watched that recently. It's a funny movie. It's really great. But I feel like it's happening so fast. It's like like did they run out of stuff already to do? Like you know, usually we wait a few years before we get something like this. But I guess. I don't know, freaking The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson here, dude. He can do whatever he wants. He's got that power. He's he can just throw his uh his uh his uh his uh I don't know his, his, his uh, acting chops <laughs> or whatever, like uh, all over the place, and he can get whatever he wants. But it looks cool, dude. I, I mean, I mean, it doesn't look cool. It's just him talking about it. But I'm excited. I I, I definitely would check it out. I I, I like the the, the movie. Idea so. of it. Yeah, I'm curious to see what little mermaid shakes out i know they did like some sort of like uh i don't know it was like a discussion clip that i saw on youtube where it's like showing a little bit more footage and i was like man it's so cg heavy and it it feels so fake like i don't want that to be the moana i want moana to feel more grounded i know it gets crazy at the end like more like fantastical but i can i can envision in my head like like more serious stakes and more like actually being in a in the ocean and in the boat and like i could see it'd be really cool so i i think it depends on the director and depends on like the, how they add to the story but it could be good this i was i wasn't like i was like it's, it's a perfect movie like why mess with it but i can understand like the kids will love it right yeah, especially yeah. uh the rock reprising that that role of maui like it's so sweet but okay the last topic before we go uh discovery warner brothers discovery max whatever we're gonna call it now they announced J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. Did you hear about this? The, it's, it's getting rebooted as a series. And how do you feel? I need, I need your thoughts. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, you know, this is, this is I, I don't know. I freaking love Harry Potter dude, since I was a kid, you know. Me too, dude. I, I really, oh, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I want to I see what they do because... Every season's gonna be one of the books. This is what they're saying so far. Um, I know she's gonna be the executive producer, meaning like all she's gonna do is basically run the show for them not to like change anything in the from the book, which is you know it's gonna be mm. exactly how the she's, book is is. Yeah, I forget there's a name for that, but yeah, there's she's like the person that checks I think all it's the, the executive makes sure everything's producer, consistent. If I'm not mistaken, but I don't, I'm not. I think oh, I might okay. be wrong, but it's something like that. So she's going to do that. I, I'm i curious to see who the actors are going to be, because if they do this, this is going to be like a 10-year sort of job, right? Like Kind of like the kids had, for, you know, with Daniel Radcliffe. And, um, yeah, they're going to grow up with the movies just like they did. Yeah, exactly. So much. it's going to be interesting. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, too, all the backlash it's going to get with, you know, all that stuff with, with JK Rowling going on. So it's going to, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be very interesting the way that they handle this. I think it's going to do really darn well because if any indication of how the game Hogwarts legacy did, which is 
it did gangbusters. Like it did really, really well. It sold well. I, I don't, I don't foresee this doing bad, but I know it's going to get a lot of backlash from people. It's going to be crazy. So, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I freaking, like I said, I love Harry Potter. I love the, the store, the world and, you know, getting a season of them diving into like, I don't know, the first book is uh, the first book is freaking awesome. If you guys haven't read it, it's really good. Um, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, the yeah. Philosopher's Stone. If you read the UK oh, version, sorry, the no, no, it's, it's both. It's both right. The Sorcerer's is one we get here, but I think they might change it to Philosopher's Stone um, when it comes out. Probably, most likely. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a faithful adaptation. Right? Exactly. So that's that's why I'm saying. Yeah. Deep dive. <sighs> I, I'm torn, bro, because I I love Harry Potter like you do, but like the I I don't feel like anyone was asking for this. I feel like everyone is happy with the current series that we got. Yeah, no one's asking for the Lord of the Rings thing that they're going to do either. But they, that's what you know I what felt I mean? when they said there. that. <laughs> that's what I felt. I was like, what's going on? It's it, what the first one came out in like two, 2001. So I guess it's been 20 years, but still, it's like part of culture. Like, I think everyone wanted continuation, right? Everyone wanted to go back to that world and like see a new story, just like what we want for Star Wars. So it's it's surprising. I was surprised. Um, but I guess, I guess we just have to accept that, that the best like stories will get retold like over and over. Right. And that's, I think that's fine. Right. A new generation will grow up with it. It won't be our, like, we'll still have our collection. It's just crazy to think that we've had so many years with that existing cast and characters that now it's going to be like a fresh start. Like it's it's just going to be, it's going to feel weird, feel weird to us. But like you said, for like our cousins and like, Brandon and stuff like they're gonna love it because it's gonna be hitting them in their in that generation right like they're gonna grow up with those those kids because that's the age they are so i i can understand it um i was just like whoa so that was that was a shock there's a lot of shocking news today a lot of fun news though i i enjoyed talking with you ernie I thank know you we're I, wrapping it up no, here. i had a great time is there thank anything you. i left out <laughs> no, like, I'm no, no, not that I could think. I, honestly, it feels like we've covered quite a bit, to be honest with you. And I hope we did so. Yeah, much. there was a lot because we we well we skipped one episode. We did the bonus one, but it felt like there was so much, and I'm so glad that we got to discuss most of it. And I really, I really had a lot of fun talking to you, Jason. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're good. I think I think that's everything, man. Yeah, if you if you guys. Like if we left something out that you guys wanted us to discuss, like definitely tweet at us at watchful tweets. If you're not following us already, why not? If you're not subscribed to the podcast, why not? Why aren't you? <laughs> uh, well, why? Yeah. Why aren't you? Uh, I'm sure you guys are. You wouldn't do that to us. Uh, why? <laughs> but yeah, why you thank you guys. No, just <laughs> why? Why? Please, sir. If you guys had fun and you stuck around to the end, you guys are the true fans. I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, Ernie, you have any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, dude. As always, I would like to thank the audience for tuning in every week when we drop an episode. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you. As always, like uh, Jason here had said, please follow us at Watchful Tweets on Twitter. And please uh, give us a rating on all your podcast subscriptions. Uh, listen to us on Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, the Google one. The other one, the RSS one. I don't know. There's a bunch of podcast services all <laughs> around the world. Give us a rating on every one of them, please. And, uh, and uh, give us some comments. Just, just good vibes all around, please. Everywhere. <laughs> he, he's right. like, he's like, even if you didn't like the episode, he still uh, gives that five star. <laughs> <laughs>
Tell your friends too. If you guys, that's a good one. Yeah. Don't tell your friends about this podcast. Why not? Why? Tell them. Why? Why not? If you guys want to be on the podcast, you'll be on the podcast. Just tell us. Yeah, if why you guys not? are fan of movies. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we could. You know the, you know the, the uh, Stewie, yeah, dude. I had the Stewie. Sorry, the Stewie. <laughs> they go. You know when he's talking to Brian about writing a book, and he goes, "He's uh, he's like, hey, you writing that book? You know, talk about." A little, little, little exposition there, a little character development. <laughs> Some uh, heroes become enemies and uh, enemies become friends, or something like that. I had fun time though. I want to say thank you, Ernie, for joining me. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun episode, and we sadly we missed Lex. Um, Lex, come back to us and the next come back. Uh, yeah. Hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye.